This is Family Time 147. We're back for the second week of the school year, our first full week here at St. Ansgar. We're continuing to talk about self-awareness. Last week, we talked about our core values and our why. That's really the heart of who we are. That's our foundation upon which to build a better understanding of ourselves. Now we want to get uh, an accurate self-perception of all of our qualities, interests, the things in our lives that have impacted us and shape the way that we think, the way that we feel, the way that we react to our emotions. Everybody has a story. If we have a better understanding of our own story, it helps us connect with and sort out our feelings. And if we can understand other people's stories, it helps us empathize. We might find common ground. Maybe we've had similar experiences. And if we haven't had similar experiences, we've certainly had similar emotional reactions. Think about that for a moment. We can always find common ground with people. Even if we come from totally different backgrounds, if we have different belief systems, we're usually coming to our beliefs and our reactions through the same emotions. We all have fears. We all have trauma. We all have challenges. We all have hopes. We all have dreams. There's things that make us happy, things that make us afraid, things that make us sad, things that give us a sense of peace, of fulfillment. We're all coming through life with, the, with similar emotions. Even though we express them and feel them in different ways, we can connect on that level. And it helps to understand our stories. We're going to try doing a two-minute biography. And I picked two minutes just because I want it to be brief. It doesn't need to be exactly two minutes. But I want all of you to think about your life, to reflect a little bit. To think about the challenges you faced, the successes you've had. I want you to list some biographical information. Where you live, where you grew up, who your parents are, what your family consists of, any of those sorts of things. And then I want you to identify a handful. Maybe five significant moments events or eras, like time frames in your life. I want you to think about how those things have affected you. And then I want you to put that information together in a short biography. I don't know if younger people maybe don't watch these sorts of things anymore, but I think of when I was like in high school, these Short biographies were like a big deal. There's like the A&E biographies that would cover a historical figure or something. Or there'd be like the E! True Hollywood story that would cover some story of an actor or a band or something like that. And I always found those interesting. And I think we could kind of do that for ourselves. Like, all right, well, if I, if I take this brief timeline, this brief overview of my life, and that's certainly not going to encompass everything about who we are. 
But it's a fun exercise to be like, all right, well, these, are, these have been impactful moments in my life. And if we share those with others, they get a better understanding of us and we get a better understanding of them. If I was going to very briefly do this exercise, I would talk about I grew up in Mason City, Iowa. That's where I was born. That's where my parents are from. My mom has this huge, sprawling family. She's one of 14 kids. My maternal grandparents had 14 of their own kids. And they brought in 10 foster kids at different times. So we're just used to being around people. I was very fortunate. I had all these cousins. Most of my family kind of just spread out across a couple neighborhoods in the north end of Mason City. And we spent all of our time with our cousins and surrounded by aunts and uncles and grandparents and things like that. I know that informed who I am and the way that I care about people and how central family is to my life. When I was 11 years old, going into sixth grade, my parents moved us to St. Ansgar. And they moved us to St. Ansgar, where I live now, sort of on a whim. Not that where we grew up was terrible. I think it was a great place to grow up, but there was enough crime around. There was enough drugs and addiction and things like that. And they wanted to give us an opportunity, an opportunity for something more. So they moved us to St. Ansgar, where we didn't know anybody. My parents didn't have any real connection here. And they just thought it would be a better opportunity for me and my two younger brothers. And I always think it was maybe the most significant singular decision they ever made for our family. I got to experience things I probably wouldn't have otherwise. I didn't play baseball. I didn't play Little League until we moved to St. Ansgar. I always did martial arts. That was always my thing. I still do that, but I started playing Little League. We moved here. Never got very good at baseball, but I sure love baseball. And I didn't play football until eighth grade. Small town community. People are just kind of involved. You at least have the opportunity to try things. Showed up in eighth grade, not even really knowing what the positions were in football. Wound up playing football all the way through college. Coach football still today. Got into weightlifting. Got to experience a lot of great teachers who cared about me. Some of whom I teach with now. And it really... It did, that move did a lot to inform who I am, what my interests wound up being. I discovered a lot of things I was passionate about, a uh, passion for education that I think was fed by teachers who were passionate about education. And it led me to coming back here because this is where I want to raise my kids and I want to contribute to the school and to the community. So that was a very significant moment in my life. Then when I was 28 years old, I got pretty sick. I had a couple of health things that kind of stacked on top of each other. I had a bacterial infection, uh, amongst other things. Uh, this bacterial infection is called H. pylori bacterial infection. It attacked my digestive tract. I got really sick. I was a patient at Mayo Clinic and the University of Iowa Hospitals. I saw a lot of other doctors, did a lot of different things. I had to, 
I was in a lot of pain for a long time. I had a hard time eating many different things. And it was a really long and slow process where I had a couple of surgeries. I had a lot of different procedures. I had to put in a lot of work to sort of rehab and reintroduce things to my diet. And there was like a four-year period where it was a lot of that stuff, where that was, for better and worse, a central part of my life was, was that. And I was still teaching and coaching and... I had Mickey and Claire, my oldest two kids, and we, that was an important time for me because I learned a lot of things, sort of at the end of that four-year period, and not necessarily because of that, but at the end of that four-year period too, I got divorced, and that was, that's an okay thing, those, those things are fine, and families take all different shapes. But that was really hard for me then having Mickey and Claire only half the time and then going between two different houses and stuff. So that was like a period of challenges for me. And I don't view that as a, a bad thing at all. I learned so much from those experiences. It helped me figure out more about who I am and what I care about, what I value, what the important things in my life are. So again, that's not... I don't bring up any of that uh, to be woe is me or I don't want any attention for any of those things. But I think that's an important thing for us to recognize in our stories too. Every story has challenges. And that's what makes a great story. Heroes need obstacles. And we can decide to be the hero of our own story. When we understand our own stories, then we can take control of them. We can write the next chapter. And we can recognize that we need those challenges to grow, to move forward, to move along the hero's journey. Okay? So that's a period of my life. Then I sort of look at the period after that time. Then I had a chunk of probably six years where I was living with just Mickey and Claire. And whenever I talk about them, because our students watch these, I don't mean to embarrass Mickey and Claire or anything, but it's important for us to, to be honest about our relationships and connections and how things impact our lives. And we had this long period of about six years where it was the three of us. And of course they were living in two different households and that was fine. But uh, I was doing a lot of different things. I was, I wrote a book and I was, you know, doing different things, podcasting, and I got into other hobbies, jujitsu, and a bunch of different stuff like this, where I think I was kind of finding myself a little bit again after some of the challenges that I've had. And that's an important part of people's stories, is how we react and change when we face adversity. And then I would say I'm in kind of the current chapter of my life where I have a wonderful relationship and I have four new daughters and we live together and we have kind of this big, crazy, blended, mixed family. And I know that's a lot of, that's the case for a lot of students now. Families take all different 
shapes and sizes and the days of the the nuclear family of it's just my mom and dad have always been together and a couple of kids families are totally different different types of parents different types of guardians parental figures different types of siblings and all those sorts of things and i think it's important it's important for me to acknowledge that I needed all of the things before to get to the point where I am now, where I feel the most comfortable with who I am and what I care about and the central focus in my life. And I think I, I think every stage of my life, even through the challenges, has become like a, a more significant, happier stage of my life. And I think that's the point of understanding our stories of how did I get here? What, what helped me think the way that I think? What, what helped me feel the way that I feel? And if we can understand that, we can sort out the challenges and the positives and the negatives, what we deem positive and negative, then we can get something from that. And if we put ourselves out there, we share our stories with others, which can be scary, People are more willing to share themselves with us, and that's how we make real connections. So that's it. We're talking about our biography a little bit. I rambled on a little bit this time. I apologize, a little longer video. But this is a, a good exercise for us. Even if we don't, even if we're not comfortable sharing it with other people, for us to decide, okay, like this is my story. And once we know the story, we can take control of the story. Until next week, much love.